This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Did you know that everyone has rights? No matter who we are, we all qualify. But what happens when freedoms collide? The answers are rarely simple, but always interesting. Join me, Danielle McLaughlin, to talk about civil liberties and human rights on Know Your Rights. There is a victim witness assistance program in each of Canada's provinces and territories. Let's talk about what these programs do and who they are for. Danielle, as always, it's a pleasure to have you with us. Let's start with that very question. What are these programs exactly? Okay, and before we start with that, I agree entirely about Costco hot dogs. <laughs> just, just to let you know, it seems <laughs> to be to unanimous. Yesterday, oh yeah. Oh my, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you very much. It's lovely to see both of you today. Um, you know, I, I've been asking around people I know to find out who has heard of the Victim Witness Assistance Program, and I've found that, um. Maybe 50% of the people I know have heard of it. The rest don't know anything about it. So I thought, well, it's really important that people are aware about these programs. These are court-based programs in every province and territory, and they provide information, help, and support to victims and witnesses of crime so that they can understand and participate in the criminal court process. The People who are involved are usually referred to these programs by police, by special victims units, or by the Crown Council. Um, Or people who who know that it exists can get in touch themselves independently. It's a free program, and it really does an awful lot to help support people who suddenly find themselves involved with the justice system in ways they may not be familiar with at all. Okay, and why is it called victim slash witness? You know, that's a really good question. And um, the answer is kind of unusual. You know, we think of victims as having to do, you know, with the, the court system. Actually, Under law, there's really no such thing as a victim. There are witnesses. So if you are a victim of a criminal act, you are a witness to that act. And under law, that's how you participate in the court system as a witness. Because if you're a complainant, for example, uh, uh, if you've been assaulted, um, you, you are a victim for sure. But under the law, you are a witness to that assault. So you don't actually have a, um, for example, you don't need to hire a lawyer, right? The uh, witness to a crime is going to be represented by the crown, by the prosecution uh, in that case. So that's why it's called victim slash witness, because even if you're a victim, you're still a witness. Mm. Can we talk a little bit about the services that are provided? Yes, um, we will. Now, there are there's a broad range of services that can be provided to people who have been uh, who found themselves in the um, the victim witness uh, um, or or actually who found themselves in the uh, the court process. 
So here's a here's a, a quick summary of some of the things that they they provide. They will provide people with information about their cases. Uh, they'll tell them what victims' rights in that particular case are, and particularly about the criminal court process, which um, is important because so many people see American television and they expect things will be exactly like they are on right. uh, the TV, and they're not. They're quite different. So the uh, Victim Witness uh, Assistance Program will provide you with information about courtroom procedures and what your role is in the court. They'll help people understand what to expect at each court date and help them prepare for their appearance in in court. Because as a witness, you may be required to appear in court. Um, They will provide you with key court updates, what's going on and, and what's happening you know, each each because, you know, it's not usually just a one off. There's, there are lots of different dates. They can provide you with copies of court orders, such as the bail conditions and probation orders um, that apply to the accused. So if you have been a victim of an assault, you're going to want to know whether the person accused of that is out on bail. Uh, if they have probation, you're going to want to know about that. They coordinate with the Crown Attorney, the prosecution, to provide your input, concerns and needs as they relate to the criminal court case so that the Crown needs to know important things about your situation. They can connect you with the police to discuss your safety concerns. So if you feel, and many of these cases um, uh, focus upon women who have been victims of um, domestic criminal situations. So the police can talk with you about your safety concerns and um, other information you might wish to provide about the crime. And they can support people emotionally through the court process. So in other words, somebody to sit with you while you're in court, somebody who can really offer you some comfort They can refer you to community agencies. Um, If you are Indigenous, they can refer you to Indigenous and other culturally specific agencies um, and for additional services and supports you might need, such as counselling or a safety plan. If you um, don't speak French or English, they can arrange for language interpreters and they can help to ensure accommodations for any disabilities that people might have that need to be met while you are involved in the program. And they can assess or help to assess eligibility for support through vulnerable victims and family funds that could help to assist people to participate in the court process. Mm. Um, They can help you understand and complete a victim impact statement and statement on restitution, if any. So it sounds like they're really trying to cover all the the gaps and and potential gaps that people might have, especially during a vulnerable time. I mean, what isn't when you're dealing with any kind of legal battle, but really. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so who is eligible? I mean, we know that it's available pretty much all over Canada. You said it's offered for free, but who is available to have access to these services? That's a good question. So if you have been a victim or a witness, or if your family have been victims or witnesses to a homicide. Uh, human trafficking is another crime that that it, this that relates to this. Intimate partner violence or domestic violence, specifically child abuse and sexual abuse, elder abuse, hate crimes, 
um, motor vehicle fatality cases that have resulted in criminal charges. So a lot of motor vehicle cases are actually not criminal charge cases. They, they you know, might be traffic act uh, cases, but where there's a criminal charge. And then other violent crimes where the victim witness has a disability. So these are the kinds of people who can get access uh, to these services. Now, I'm sure this this next part is delving into a much deeper scenario here. But what if the victim witness is a child? How does that get handled? Yeah. And who boy. So the other day I had the um, remarkable opportunity to speak to a woman who works specifically with child victims of crime. She is a social worker. People who work with adults don't necessarily have to be social workers, but I think in the case of of, uh, child victims, they tend to be social workers. And they do an enormous amount of stuff. Um, So usually it's the police who will make the referral to that uh, uh, particular um, uh, agency. Um, Sometimes it's the special victims unit. Um, And they help with counseling. They can help to set up a situation for a child who, so that that child does not have to um, testify in court. In most cases where a child is a victim or witness, they can help to set up testimonial aids such as closed circuit TV um, or uh, a, a recorded situation where the child can have, for example, in some cases that there are dogs who will accompany a child who has to testify, um, especially mm-hmm. trained dogs, not just any old dog, of course, but th- <laughs> these are dogs who, who know how to really help to provide comfort to to people who are in such an enormously stressful situation. Um, when I spoke with the, this particular woman, she told me that she her agency is connected with another not-for-profit. I know that there's a not-for-profit in Toronto called Boost, which specifically works with child of um, sexual assault victims. Um, and they provide a fairly broad range of services, including counseling and and other kinds of things like that. Yeah, Danielle, I think that it, it is a very tough, multifaceted job to try to get people wow. um, feeling comfortable in the kinds of stress and discomfort, as you mentioned. And I guess, you know, kind of have to do whatever you can in any way possible to to get people feeling like they can at least deal with what's going on. Um, That's right. Yeah. How long can uh, victim witnesses use this program, use these services? Yes. And unfortunately, um, you know, it's not indefinitely. It, it, they they can be assisted through the, the uh, victim witness uh, program through to the end of a court case. So that usually means up until um, the, the accused person, uh, their their case is resolved. So they've been uh, convicted or they haven't been convicted um, or there's been com- some kind of a resolution to the case. Once there's a resolution to the case, then that's the end uh, of the victim witness uh, ass- um, assistance that's uh, provided um, however, what they might do, and in many cases I think they have done, is um, they can refer somebody 
to uh, counseling or some other kinds of assistance, which is not in, in any way affiliated with the victim witness program, but uh, which that person can then go on to use after the trial is over. Uh, we only have a couple of minutes left, but if you could kind of summarize what services are not provided. Yes, and that's important. So they don't give legal advice. Um, and that, you know, that's they, they aren't lawyers in most cases, and they do not give le legal advice. Mm -hmm. They do not receive or discuss evidence in the case. They can't suggest a case outcome or tell people what that outcome might be. Um, they cannot withdraw charges. So that's important. Um, they can't provide or arrange for child care. They can probably, uh, you know, make some references, but they can't do that themselves. Nor can they provide transportation to and from the courts for the person who needs to appear in court as a witness. Yeah, that seems important to understand as well, especially with everything else that is being offered. Danielle, are there specific rights that are uh, that victims specifically have in Canada? There are. Um, and if you are a victim of a crime, you have a right to information. You know, you have to you have to be told what's happening with with the case uh, on request. You have the right to protection if you are at risk. Um, the police in most cases uh, are required to make sure that you are safe. You have the right to participate. So, you know, as a witness, you, you have the right to, to to testify, to convey your views to the court. Um you have the right to seek restitution. That doesn't mean you're going to get it, but mm. you have the right to, to ask for compensation if you believe that 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 is um, that uh, owed to you. And you have the right to make a complaint if you feel things haven't been handled the way in which you had hoped they would be be handled. So that's those are basically what what your rights are as as a victim um, or as as a witness. Certainly a deep topic, as always, and one that is necessary to let us know what is out there and what's available. Uh, thank you, Danielle, as always. And we'll talk to you uh, next week, Monday, but tomorrow for the book review. Absolutely. Thank you. Lovely seeing both of you and nice to talk to you. Thank you. That Bye -bye. was Danielle McLaughlin. That was Danielle McLaughlin, who joins us every Monday for Know Your Rights. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor.